Attention, attention. The Ministry of Truth presents the podcast, Winston's Diary, an inside look into the making of the comic book adaptation of George Orwell's dystopian masterpiece 1984. Here is your host and the artist, the model citizen of Oceania, recording from an undisclosed location in Montreal, Frederick Dumont. Okay, thank you, Festival. For those of you who are just tuning in, that was the voice of Festival, an open-source text-to-speech program. And here on this project, we'll be using exclusively open-source programs wherever we can. Well, this is Wednesday morning, November 9th, 2005, and it's been a couple of weeks since my last recording. Now, here's why. Basically, I've it's been about a month since I've got uh, my uh, side job now. I've got a day job to help pay the bills and uh, to get a little uh, regularity into the <sighs> weekdays and um, just basically, you know, getting my act together until uh, we can fly with, with our own wings. And uh, a lot of things have been happening, uh, although I've been very busy at work. I did get to work on the comic book this week, uh, just a small illustration in uh, page one. Uh, because for those of you who don't know, I'm not necessarily working in a linear fashion. I don't necessarily start with page one. Um, I actually started with page two and three, and then you know I go back, uh, do page one. It's basically it basically works on a um, sort of motivation principle. You know, uh, it's time to work on the comic. I sit down on the drawing table, take a look at what needs to be done, and you know whatever inspires me at the moment is what I'm going to head on and uh, start working on. So that's how you get the best visuals. Anyways, that's how I uh, get the best out of my performance uh, on the, at the drawing table. I got one one illustration in a week, which it, it was better than nothing, uh, especially considering the fact that I had a contract that I had to finish up this week. And boy, um, I'm starting to feel the pressure of having a day job. For the record, I've been about, what, two, three, maybe four or five years without a steady day job. Uh, you know, I've always had contracts here and there on the side. You know, we've done a little work here, a little work there, but uh, never had a day job as a, you know a steady day job. Not for years. So I'm starting to get used to uh, the fact that of not having a lot of time. And what's really hard to deal with is uh, getting on the weekend, and the weekend is where I have to work on the comic. But uh, there's the personal life that's getting in there. And you don't want, you know, you don't want to give up your personal life. But then again, you don't want to sacrifice the comic book for the sake of your own personal life too. So there's a lot of um, juggling I have to do in terms with my time and uh, with my work. But uh, you know, the work's not all bad. I'm actually not complaining about anything because I've got uh, I've got a pretty good job, uh, work, you know, selling electronics. Uh, but there's a lot of formation, um, uh, they call it in French, which is basically uh, training in English. That's the word, training. So we've got a lot of trainings. I've actually got three days of training this week for one day of work. So, um, you know, I've got four days of work, so three out of four is trainings, where we basically, you know, listen to uh, people from different companies come and tell us about the products, the products we're going to sell to other people, and telling us, you know, how to sell them too. Uh, all the options, which is, you know, which is interesting because a lot of the shit I don't know. Um, 
so you know I might this might get old in a couple of years but uh, for the time being it's uh, it's good to have a job that you can learn you know learn something maybe not the most interesting or useful uh, learning experience but at least you're not you know I'm not you know hammering nails all day or you know digging a ditch Uh, for a wire and cable. Sorry about that. I lapsed out a second. Reminded me of an old, um, not an old, but uh, I saw this documentary this summer that uh, totally phased me about people. Uh, I think it was in, was it in Africa? I think it was in Africa. People who were just uh, working to death, not even getting paid, you know, uh, getting their money stolen. And basically, all, all the only thing they do all day is dig a ditch where a cable is basically going to be passed through. I think it's a um, optics cable that's going to be passed through. And these people have no idea what they're working on, basically. They don't know much about the wire. It was really interesting. There was this scene where they had uh, some of the workers had a, a piece of the cable. Uh, you know, those uh, anyone who's seen, um, who's worked around uh, cable business, you always get these samples of the cables that are you know uh, ripped open so you can see uh, the different layers of the cable, how it's built. And it was fascinating to see them analyze this piece of cable without no knowledge of technology at all. They would look at it and uh, compare it to the, the ana anatomy of a person. Uh, you know, the, um, comparing it to the nerves, the bones, uh, and the skin, uh, the covering layer. It was fascinating. These guys were really not too far off um, in, in terms of the, the different uses of the layers of the cable. Anyway, I'm digressing here. Uh, let's uh, move on to some of the interesting things that have been happening. I'm going to give you a couple of headlines. I'm not going to into the news uh, on this episode because basically I just haven't had enough time to uh, get into the news. I've had a lot of uh, tech problems. I've uh, reinstalled my operating system yesterday. I had this contract and a lot of work to do at the job too. So basically... It was a hectic week or two, and uh, I'm finally getting back on track. But I still have contracts coming up, but I'm going to have to deal with that and uh, get things through. So that's what it's like to have an independent project. And while I'm on the topic of independent projects, I'd like to give a, um, a short mention that uh, if you have an independent project, we're giving uh, top priority to um, to you guys out there because uh, this is half of it is about what I'm doing and half of this podcast hopefully will eventually be you know what other people out there are doing in terms of uh, grassroots activities um, you know just interest interesting independent projects uh, if you don't have anyone financing you but you're working on something that you think is really cool and you could use a little a couple of uh, extra listeners um, Well, just send me an audio piece uh, or an email, and I'll talk about your project. I'll mention it uh, if it's interesting. Now, one of the first item of news I picked up on another podcast uh, called Security Now. Excellent podcast if you're a beginner and uh, you want to get into uh, computer security, find out more without like being totally numbed by uh, uh, by the terms. Uh, check out Security Now. Excellent podcast. You can probably find it on uh, any podcast directory. Or one of them, anyhow. Now they're talking about Sony uh, altering their their CD protection, altering their CDs. Basically, they've uh, installed CD protection, uh, DRI, DRM uh, management, uh, digital rights management, what they call it, DRM. And basically, Sony is now installing rootkits on people's computers. Uh, well, I should specify that it's Windows computers. 
I haven't heard about this working on Macintosh, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to work on Linux. But uh, that's what's happening. Sony is now uh, putting rootkits into people's machines. Now, this is, you know, if this was a 14-year-old teenager doing this from his basement, uh, he'd already be locked up in jail or, you know, something would be going on. Uh, I've heard that Sony's been getting a lot of heat about this, but uh, we'll follow it and see how it turns out. Um, I've got the web address of security now, by the way. It's, um, if you're interested in subscribing, excellent podcast again. It's grc.com slash securitynow.htm. Something interesting happened last week. The people working on the Ubuntu operating system, which is a distribution of Linux, um, I guess based in South Africa, in a sense. Uh, of course, people working on the program are all over the planet, so you can't really pinpoint where it's coming from, but uh, it's a distribution of Linux that is also financed by a company called Canonical, which I don't know much about them yet, but uh, we'll look into what they're doing because I'm pretty curious why companies financing uh, open source operating system, which is very curious because I don't see any return on this. It seems like a total act of benevolence, but if you're like me, I don't trust those things. I don't trust people being nice. There's always something behind there, isn't there? But uh, we'll check it out. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, of course, because um, I love the operating system. Great system. I just installed Breezy, Breezy Badger yesterday, and it went along just great. I upgraded because I had the um, Hori Hedgehog version um, just before. And I've been working with Ubuntu for about a year now. Before that, I had a Knopix running on my system. And uh, it works great. There's so many awesome programs out there. And there's a lot of stuff to help you uh, get your work done. So I encourage all of you out there, especially if you've got like, that extra machine hanging around, install an Ubuntu on there and play with it. I'm sure you're going to love it and you're not you're you're not going to be using that XP as often, that's for sure. All right. So how's that? Uh, yeah, basically what what happened uh, last Sunday was called Ubuntu Love Day. Right here in Montreal, I heard about this through uh, Snarkles, a friend uh, from one of the 2600 meetings, and um, I thought, whoa, cool, man! The people working on my operating system are coming to my my uh, my country and my city. I mean, this is too fucking cool. I can't miss this. So I decided to reserve my day to go to the Ubuntu, which I guess I could have worked on the comic, but I wasn't going to pass this off. They're not going to come again next this time, you know, another time this year, I'm pretty sure. So it was very, very cool. I took some pictures, uh, listened all day to their presentations. They were talking about um, basically, you know, what's Ubuntu, what are the different projects they're working on, like Edge Ubuntu, which is a great system for... Uh, uh, which can help teachers to um, uh, organize a system, uh, computer system for their class. Uh, they've got this whole thing set up where they can, uh, you know, get kids to have only access to the programs uh, um, necessary for the course they're taking at that time. Uh, basically, the kids wouldn't, ha- you know, wouldn't have access to the uh, machine when they're working in class. They only have like the keyboard and uh, screen. You know, basically just this terminal station. And uh, you'd have one central machine at the back of the class, which would uh, would relay all the users and uh, would uh, take care of all the um, 
all the computing basically. So that, that looks like an interesting project, uh, something I would have liked to have uh, when I was a kid. Now, uh, oh man, they have this uh, search program, it's called Beagle. I just installed it, uh, was it this morning or yesterday? And uh, it basically, it looks a lot like Spotlight. Okay, f Spotlight for Macintosh uh, OS X. Except these guys announced it three hours before Steve Jobs announced his Spotlight for Mac OS X. So uh, that's pretty impressive that uh, an open source system can be three hours ahead of the competition. Now, isn't that, isn't that something? I mean, we're talking about open source, man. This is our people who are doing this on their spare time, except for about 15 programmers who are paid. Uh, and what I've heard uh, at the conference is having people paid is good to get them to do all the boring stuff that other people don't want to do because a lot of the fun about open source uh, programming uh, I imagine is the fact that you can you know program basically any anything that comes to mind you know you're basically creating this program uh, from scratch adding the options you think is are cool here and there and uh, I guess it's pretty much like making a comic book in a sense that when you have someone over your shoulder uh, telling you what to do, what not to do, you tend to, you know, you're censored by a third person. And the more you're censored, the more you, you work at, you know, all these things you propose are censored, you start to censor yourself. And you, you know, you're heading in the way of something like Microsoft XP, you know, where basically you're tailoring your operating system, not for the user, but for the companies who are going to be selling to those users. Uh, which makes an operating system, you know, r ready for sp adware, ready for spyware. Re and I know, I know my, I'm going to give them credit where it's due. I know they're doing a lot to, uh, to try to um, reduce the spyware and uh, the spam from their zombies. Uh, because a lot, a lot of the spam that's happening these days is coming from zombie machines uh, that are, that are taking over by uh, you know by adware uh, programs and spyware at least as far as I can understand it and I'm no expert I just hang around a lot with <laughs> some of experts so I pick up stuff here and there but I couldn't explain it in detail myself alright so yeah Ubuntu um, oh man a lot of interesting things um, there's a couple of features that look a lot like Macintosh and I don't, I'm not saying that because, in, a, in the sense that they'd be copying off uh, Mac or anything like that, but uh, Mac is, for those of you who are still stuck on Windows, Mac OS X is such an awesome operating system. I mean, I have it on my uh, laptop, or used to have, I have it on another disk because I just installed uh, Ubuntu this morning on my laptop, so yeah, there you go. I'm sold. I'm <laughs> I love it. Um, and there's so many new programs on this uh, breezy, ba breezy Badger. If you're still on Hoary Hedgehog, man, you, there's, a, there's quite a difference. Uh, the way it's set up, um, it feels a whole lot better. Now, here's my complaint. If you guys from Ubuntu are listening, because I'm talking about you guys, where the fuck is my terminal option when I right-click on the desktop? Oh, man, I love that in Hoary Hedgehog. It was so fucking awesome. Okay, I think I'm heading into geekdom right now, and I'm going to stop before I lose too many of you. Uh, so basically, it was really cool. I got to talk with the guys from Ubuntu, listen to what their projects uh, is, uh, projects, uh, upcoming projects are, 
And uh, here's what's great about Ubuntu also. Uh, like any all Linux distributions, you can download it for free, you can install it for free, you can share it for free, you can you know modify it all you want. There's no problem with that. It's yours as the user. On top of that, Ubuntu, you can actually order CDs. I'm talking like not cheap crap. I mean, not, you know, burned at home CDs. You know, very impressive uh, quality CDs that are pressed. Uh, I mean, it looks like something you could buy for, uh, I mean, it's not very different from like buying a professional program at like uh, $9,200, $300. And trust me, this system is worth hundreds of dollars uh, for sure. I mean, if this was sold uh, by a private company who had been working on this, uh, this would be worth uh, quite a little fortune. But uh, it's actually open source. I mean, it's, it belongs to the people. It's made for people to be able to work on it, to produce on it, and uh, to share content, which I guess is pretty much in the vibe of podcasting. And I, uh, I think they do have a podcast, too. I didn't search for it, but I heard them talk about... Um, I almost did an interview with them, but it, it turned out it, it was just too hectic and uh, too busy listening to the... Um, other presentations, and I had to get back to do some work, so uh, it didn't work out. But you know, it's it's, it's for another time, another day. Um, but I'll try to look. At, I'll try to find out about the podcast and get it to you guys. Okay, enough about Ubuntu. I'm going to talk about it some other podcasts, that's for sure. But uh, it's enough for now. Now, what's been going on with me this week uh, besides that? Oh man. Okay, how about a couple of headlines? Basically, here's what's happening. Okay, I talked about security now and Sony uh, digital rights management, but a couple of things have been happening too. Uh, Bush was in Argentina last week. Again, riots. Uh, Bush, we don't want you. Can't you get with it? Don't you understand? Um, the people are just not going to take it uh, being screwed out of their uh, future. I mean... Uh, You've brought the American people to debt, uh, and you know we're not going to go into it. Uh, I'm sorry, your propaganda has just not gotten that far enough. We can see through your lies. The emperor has no clothes. I mean, uh, I'm not going to go into this any deeper, but uh, no thanks. Uh, no, we're not interested. And uh, there's a lot of riots in France that are happening right now. Um, kids are going around the city burning cars. Uh, and I uh, just heard on Democracy Now! And, and this actually started um, with a couple of kids who were chased by the police. Basically a rough part of, of France where there's a lot of uh, immigrants that uh, come from Algiers and, uh, you know, North Africa. And uh, what I heard from Democracy Now! basically is that uh, these kids are being hassled, asked for their papers all the time. Uh, there's a lot of tension about, you know, immigrants in France... And uh, the cops are big, you know, cops are cops, I guess. Can't say more than that. And uh, there must have been something for these kids to run. Uh, these were two kids that were running from the police, and they jumped over, uh, I mean, they climbed over a fence with barbed wire, is what I heard from the reports. Now, to jump over barbed wire, I mean, you really don't want to get caught. I mean, this was probably something more than these guys didn't want to get their papers screened they're probably not legit they're probably something bad was going to happen you know if you're going to jump over barbed wire i mean you don't do that unless you can avoid to you know if you can avoid to that is oh man 
and uh, these kids somehow ended up uh, electrocuted. Uh, I guess it was uh, jumped over the wrong fence uh, near a power station or something, and the uh, two kids died electrocuted, and that just sparked riots all through the city. Um, and uh, it's pretty crazy. I don't have any numbers in before me, but it's uh, it's pretty insane. So I guess you can find uh, more information by doing a Google search on there. Yeah, man, Whew, that's wild. So that's pretty much it for the um, for the news. Uh, all right. So here's uh, what's coming with the project. Uh, we're still working on chapter three. Oh, and oh, I got great news. I got an email uh, from uh, someone in Germany who's working at um, in translation and. We might get a German translation of the comic next year when it's going to come out. Now, if you've been following this podcast, you know I've announced the uh, launch date of the comic book for April 4th, 2006. And uh, we're going to be attending the Hope Number 6 conference in New York City, the Hackers on Planet Earth. And uh, we're also going to be at uh, Recon Reverse Engineering Conference right here in Montreal. But before that, we're probably going to do our own little launch on April 4th uh, here in Montreal, too. Um, Also to note, if you want to buy a poster or a badge from the website, please do so before or after November 25th because it's going to be Buy Nothing Day and we're going to be closing the online store for the day. Time for a progress report on the comic. Oh yeah, I've actually also got a French translator uh, from Quebec City right now. And uh, he's going to be working on uh, on getting it uh, translated to French. So we're going to have it in French, German, and English, uh, if all goes well, uh, next early next year. Now, if you uh, if you can translate it into another language and would like to, um, contact me, uh, Big Brother at 1984comic.com, and we're going to see. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get uh, the script out to you, and we can um, start working on that as soon as possible. Uh, the more the merrier. I'm going to try to get these out on a Creative Commons license. So basically, the people can download them for free and uh, access the comic for free. That's the way it works. Now, we're also printing comics, and we're making money off the printing comics because we have to eat. <laughs> you know, it's, it's life. Uh, I'm all for uh, giving stuff out for free when possible, but uh, we still got to make money off of this project uh, in order to survive and to drew, draw more comics so I don't have to spend all my time selling you know, electronics to you guys. I want to be drawing comic books. So please support the project. Please support me. If you can't buy a poster or a badge, uh, you know, just link to us. Uh, talk to people about it. Uh, getting people more interested. Uh, some people will buy it, and um, some people will buy some stuff off of us. And uh, keeping the money coming in it keeps us keeps me working at the drawing table. So um, every every little bit helps. That's for sure. Because when you're an independent project. You're basically starting from scratch, starting from zero. You don't have, I don't have uh, finances. I don't have anything coming from any other direction. So uh, I need your help, guys. Come on. All right. So enough bothering you with that. Um, I wanted to uh, give you a little um, insight. uh, or or, uh, When I started playing with a festival that you heard at the beginning of the podcast, uh, the uh, text-to-speech program um, for... for, uh, which is open source, basically. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. And now, first of all, I love it because you can uh, you can play with it. You can uh, uh, change. Uh, you know, you can configure basically the way it speaks different words. And there's those, a lot of different options because, uh, of course, it doesn't sound perfect as um, the AT&T True Voice might. 
but uh, hey, it's open source, and I think uh, it, having it sign if clunky is uh, actually better, uh, at least for this podcast. But I'm going to try to get uh, our particular version of festival running here to have its own personality in the f- upcoming podcast, trying to play with the different pronunciations, see if I can change the um, uh, different aspects of the voice uh, to try to play with it. So that's for the podcast. Now, the comic book is coming, uh, chapter three is coming slowly but surely. Uh, I've got, uh, I'm going to work on it this afternoon. Uh, I've got uh, that set up here for sure. So I'm going to try to get a couple of panels done, uh, at least in sketch format this afternoon, so we can get uh, this moving and happening. Now, there's a watched illustration that I've been talking about in the previous podcast that's, um, well, it's all drawn in inked. I guess I could uh, work on the final details of this um, also uh, today if I can manage the time after sketching a little bit. I'm also going to have to get it on the website uh, to get it downloadable really soon so you guys can uh, print it out and uh, put it up on your wall if you want to. And uh, just basically another picture to have out there, uh, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I'm working for the last two days of the week. And uh, this weekend, uh, well, I'm going to have to take a day off, you know, just to relax and to keep sane. And I'm um, I'm going to be working on visuals for the Recon Reverse Engineering Conference that's going to take place uh, next year right here in Montreal. So if you're interested, uh, uh, check out the website. Uh, we're going to launch something. There's going to be an update on the website on December 1st, for sure. So I'm working on the visuals this weekend, and uh, the website's going to be up and running. Um, well, it's already up and running, but it's going to be updated uh, December 1st. And there's going to be a lot of interesting video from the panels that took place uh, during this summer, 2005. And trust me, there was a lot of awesome stuff happening there. Uh, you will want to check that out. So the website is recon.cx. Uh, if you're listening after December 1st, check it out. All right, I've got a... Uh, oh, something happened this week. Um, I got help from uh, my uh, designer, my favorite designer, and uh, we uh, hacked a little bit at the website and um, uh, basically uh, updated the look a little bit. Um, it's going to be a hell of a lot lighter than it used to be. So it's going to be a faster download. It's going to cost me a little less bandwidth, and it's actually uh, it looks sleeker than it did. Uh, not many obvious changes. It looks base. It feels basically the same, but still a couple of minor changes that uh, gets it working and looking a little better. And uh, probably when I'm going to be finished with chapter three, I'm going to hack away at the MySQL and PHP to get uh, some interesting functions uh, up into the website. So if you're a PHP programmer and would like to um, help out a little bit about that, uh, add a couple of things in there. If you've got ideas for the comic uh, for the webpage and you'd uh, like to participate, hey, uh, we're always looking for people. And if you've got any other unique talent you'd like to, um, uh, to offer, uh, we're always open for that. So that's cool. That's cool with this. Uh, basically, the way it works is uh, if we can give it out for free, um, uh, you know, I'm not paid for what I give out for free. But when we when we actually sell something like a comic book, so uh, for example, uh, you know, translation of comic book, uh, the translators will get paid when we say when we sell like uh, the translated version of the comic. 
But of course, when we're giving it uh, off online, uh, we're not making money off of it, and uh, w there's no revenue, so we can't pay for you for the uh, for the support. So this is basically uh, pretty close to the feel of uh, an open source project. I guess you could say. Um, here's some upcoming pages I want to work on. Uh, probably going to get this done uh, over the weekend or sometime next week. It's I've got all the uh, all the info already out there, but I want to put it up on the web page. Pretty much all the pictures I took for the past year of the project. We've been around uh, going to different events. Uh, we've had uh, expos here and there. And uh, pretty cool stuff that's been happening with the project, uh, including uh, our first announcement of the project uh, at the Fifth Hope in New York City. So I'm going to try to put up a web page of uh, the different events that we've been going to uh, with pictures. Uh, so anyone interested in looking at, hey, who are we and what are we doing, where have we been, uh, you can check it out there. Um, the comic versions we have are still, you know, pretty old. I'm working on the update of chapters one and two, and I'm working on chapter three right now. So it's probably going to be a slow end of the year. Don't expect anything new for the, you know, immediate f future. If you're uh, interested, you know, stay tuned to the podcast, stay subscribed, keep the word going out, and uh, that'll help us a lot. Uh, and you'll be getting lots of uh, lots of interesting stuff early next year. Well, so uh, I guess that wraps it up for now. Um, yeah, I want to leave you guys with music, but I didn't have time this week to go around and find this Podsafe music, so I guess I'll give you another one of those uh, great songs by uh, the group I love so much, uh, Negative Land. Uh, so which ones am I going to give you guys? Uh, how about this one? Here's a little, something to wrap your, wrap your mind around. A little brainwash uh, is always good. Here's Negative Land with some of my favorite things. Raindrops on kittens and schnitzel on roses. Nose cream on my nose. Whiskers and crisp eyelashes with noodles. Wild geese that fly with their wings tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. in dresses and warm, warm doorbells and brown raindrops girls with blue whiskers tied up with noodles, wild kettles that fly with bright copper wings these are a few of my favorite things the dog bites the bee stings I simply remember my favorite things and then I feel so that sting on colored girls tied up with blue satin sashes wild brown girls tied up in warm strings wild wild white girls that melt into nose cream these are a few of my favorite things nose cream on ponies nose cream on kittens Nose cream on roses and nose cream on mittens. Bells and 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 wild geese. When, 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 when the bee stings, I simply remember my dog bites, and then I feel so, so.
Your attention please, we have come to the end of our podcast. If you wish to send feedback, you may do so by mail at bigbrother at 1984comic.com. If you wish to leave a voicemail to be heard on the podcast, please call 206-600-6079. To download copies of the comic and to find out more about this project, please visit www. 1984comic.com If you wish to give back to the project, there are many ways to do so. You may link to the website or podcast, you may purchase items from our online store, or you may volunteer your unique talent to the project by emailing a request. This podcast has been terminated. Please resume your regularly scheduled work until the next announcement.